welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're on season four, episode number 30. Today is our songs episode. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Andy, how are you? I'm very good. Very excited for today's show. I thought I'd, I wanted to put on my cowboy hat and put in some Copenhagen but to get in character for it, but I decided not to. Well, we cover here it's, uh, on our show, today's June 8th, 2023, we cover a wide range of things, mainly hair metal, 80s metal, rock, hard rock, heavy metal, uh, but we also cover all sorts of goodies. So We've done a couple pop albums, we've done a country album before. We've done some pop, we've done Michael Jackson Thriller, I think. Some we did Queen. Garth Brooks, we did Garth Brooks one time. So we we, uh, we try to run the gamut here, you know, and... We've got a good one today. We got a little Hank Williams Jr. We've never done him. Never done Jr. yet. Never no. recorded an album that is Hank Williams Jr. Never did an album review. And today we're going to cover the old Whiskey Bent and Hellbound. Is a family classic. Is Pastor watching this one? Pastor does not watch you, so we're okay. So a little Hank Williams Jr. we're going to do today. And, you know, we cover our bases. And this guy... This album is his 30th studio album by American country music artist Hank Williams Jr. Um, Andy, he moved over to Electra. This is his fourth album on Electra label. Yep. Released in 1979. All right. Whiskey Bent and Hellbound peaked at number five on the top country album charts. His second consecutive top five for the label. The previous one was Family Tradition. Also in 79, you know, he was yep. recording s- studio albums at a rate of, uh, what was the average? I think it was like one every 10 or 11 months for a while. There's some unse- unheard of number like that. He was dropping new albums every 10 or 11 months. <laughs> for years. Now, this, yeah, unreal. This one was certified platinum. Um, it generated two major hit singles, including the title track, which is Whiskey Bent and Hellbound. And I want to go back on something right there again. I hate to interrupt. Yes. I want to go back. When he was releasing, this is an album, not just songs he put on Spotify real quick. It was an album had to be produced, made, sold. So that was a lot harder than just dropping songs on Instagram every two weeks. Yes, yes. You're not just doing one song at a time. You're putting together 10, 12 songs. You're, yep. uh, you're marketing it. You're getting a photo or a, yep. a cover shoot and promoting it. And yep. getting it out on the record as uh, at the radio stations as well. Yep. Lots of work went into this, and he was cranking yep. these out. The other song was "Women I've Never Had." You know, he's got a lot of love songs on this album. Yes. So those did very well on the Billboard charts as well, and those two songs actually became two of Williams' most well-known and popular songs. Now, check this out. I don't know if you agree with this, but this uh, CMT. Uh, ranked this album number 16 in its top list of top 40 albums in the in country music history. Number 16. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough, I guess. This was pretty, you know, pretty good album. I mean, his one before Family Tradition. I mean, Family Tradition's a karaoke bar favorite. You know, everybody knows that one. Yep. But usually, when you have a song that big, the album isn't. It's the follow-up album everybody gets because of that one song. And he, he did it here. He had the one good song before that, and then pops out this great album two candid uh, songs about women tell more about his uh, sexism than he knows himself two others explain why he's in that mood and the covers from greg allman and george joan define his parameters uh, that's written by a review by robert chris and the chris record guide at times 
at times, his son of an outlaw obsession is worse than shtick. But here he does justice to the formula. He ends with the song called The Conversation with Waylon and um, Waylon Jennings. So, Andy, here's the tracks. Whiskey yep. Bent and Hellbound is song number one. And mm-hmm. I like this. They're all two, three-minute songs, right? Yeah, that's why I like why Hank, too. It just song, 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 done, yep. Song two is Tired of Being Johnny Be Good. Song three is Outlaw Women. Song four is I Don't Have Any More Love Songs. And that's uh, one of his uh, love ballad songs, very popular. Uh, Song five is White Lightning. Then we've got Women I've Never Had, like I said, a love song. Song seven is uh, maybe my favorite. It's OD'd in Denver. Yep, that's a good one. Come and Go Blues is the cover song by Greg Allman. Old Nashville, no, the old Nashville cowboy, another good song, and then song number ten, the ending one is the conversation uh, that features Waylon Jennings. Uh, what are your thoughts on these ten songs and well, the album itself as a whole? They're all really good. The thing I like about Hank Jr. too is, um, I don't want to say every album sounds a little like, but a lot of times bands have a certain sound on each album. I think what works yes. for him, it works, so he kept it going all the time, you know. Um, yeah, they all sounded alike, kind of, but it was working for it. ACDCs, well, they said they've basically done four different albums in their whole career. You can say the same thing about Hank Jr., but look at the great career he's had. Look at the albums he's sold, the songs he's done. Whatever he's doing, he's doing it well. And uh, it works for him. The entire album is 30 minutes and 27 seconds. He released the title track in September 1979, and then that next March in 1980. Women I've never had. Some very good lyrics, of course. You always get the good humor lyrics, some serious ones. Yeah, a little sarcasm in some of the lyrics, yeah. Yes, yes. And there's, you know, the band is made up of, you know, there's acoustic guitar, uh, electric guitar, keyboards, bass, drums, percussion, harmonica, of course, violin, uh, mandolin, bass, and horns. You know, there's a horn section, a couple of songs with some horns. And so we recorded this in Wishbone Recording Studio and also in Glazer Glazer Sound Studios in Nashville and also Muscle Trolls in Alabama. What are your thoughts, Andy, on, boy, on the conversation, that song? You know, it's again, I just said he is it, but that one was a little different. Um, Waylon, you know, Hank and Waylon and that group, they were just – Hank could have sang the phone book, I think it would have gone to number seven. You know, he was just he had that gift. Um so to do a duet or a piece with Waylon, that was like gold back then. That was a dream team type song, you know. Or or um so that was pretty good. It was something a little different. I liked it. But I Whiskey Bent and Hellbound, I like everybody else, that's kind of my favorite on the album. Yeah. The old standby. How about the Greg Allman, uh, the cover song? You like that as well? It was okay. You know, I not, I, I like the Allman Brothers. I like Greg Allman. They're all right. I'll, I'll listen to them. I won't turn it off. I won't wait if they're coming up next to before commercial or after commercial, you know. So when he did it, their sound was kind of similar too. So it was, it was, go, it was good. He followed this up with the next album, Habits Old and New, in 1980. And... Um, but boy, what a what a career, what a storied career going way back, and still sounds good. There's still good songs, still fresh, still fresh songs. Now, do yeah, you have it still makes sense today. 
Yes. Do you have additional uh, I know a couple things on, on Hank Jr. here. Um, okay. Bocephus. How did he get the name Bocephus? Here it is. Um, is, it, is this it? No, no, that's just a Renee Drac player. I have no pictures for Hank Jr. Let's keep you up there for a little bit. Okay, so yes, I want to know this too. I'm not sure about the, okay. the origins of Bocephus. His father gave him that nickname after a Grand Ole Opry comedian, Red, Rod Brassfield's ventriloquist dummy was named Bocephus. That's how it got going. So he, the old man knew this ventriloquist guy from the Grand Ole Opry, and he had a dummy, a ventriloquist dummy named Bocephus, and so he started calling his kid Bocephus. Okay, so interesting. I did not know that. Now, just to let you know, I don't have a single album of Hank Williams Jr. myself. I did some good, uh, found out some good information just doing the review for this one, but good stuff. I know you are more of a well-rounded music right. fan, so you have some in your collection, I'm assuming. Be being married into this family, Dan, you've heard most of his songs anyway. I'm, I'm sure it's yes. family function. So it's just, <laughs> you, you've heard probably all the songs are. Not much of a stretch. Yes. Um, August 8th, 1975. Ajax Peak Mountain in Montana is where he had the big fall they all talked about. He uh, had an accident where he fell, nearly died, hence the beard and sunglasses cover scarring. Okay, so he, I didn't know so that either. That signature look there. And then, this would be shocking. Hank's kind of a... He reminds me of Ted Nugent a lot, the country music version of Ted Nugent a little bit, where it comes to he doesn't care what he says and who he says it to. Um, and like Ted, he's a pretty good, strong right-wing person. Okay. Um, not that right-wing is good. I'm just saying they're strong about being a, a good conservative in their opinion. <laughs> um, October 3rd, 2011, he was on Fox and Friends. And um, Obama and Biden had a – they were doing a golf thing with some of the other senators and – he made some kind of comment comparing them to other people and um, Hitler's name came up and other stuff. And he, he just wasn't very impressed with the whole golf situation to talk about. Okay. Politics. Okay. That night was a Monday night. And since this was in 2011 and since 1989, he'd redone his, all my friends coming over tonight for Monday night football and just kind of changed the team names in there. So he was pumping the new song every week for the That was the weeks. theme song, yes. That night, ESPN played the national anthem instead of his song. They pulled him. Okay. Now, because of his comments, ESPN was, quote, extremely disappointed, end quote. Um, extremely disappointed. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about ESPN using the textbook words there. Yeah, the attorneys got in the way. Someone got a thesaurus that day, I bet, and got to use it. Yes. Um, but Hank came out and uh, he put a quote out saying, this is his quote, by pulling my opening October 3rd, you ESPN stepped on the toes of the First Amendment freedom of speech. Therefore, me, my song, and all my rowdy friends are out of here. It's been a great run. So, so he yanked everything off and canceled the contract. He ESPN saying they pulled it. You can't fire me, I quit. Okay. Type of situation, you know, what's going yes. on there? Um, he's got three kids. Um, one goes by four or by three, Hank Williams third. He's okay, he's done some good songs. Um, Hank Williams third, and then Hank Williams the third had a son. 
who isn't named Hank Williams, but he goes by the Roman numeral four, just to kind of carry the family name on. They're good. If you ever heard Shooter Jennings, uh, Waylon Jennings' boy, it's that same sort of type of music. Um, good to listen to. And, and I love Hank Williams. I'll listen to Hank Williams Jr. all day long. Don't know if I can go to a concert of his, though. Sure, sure. You, you know, I can listen to his albums for three and a half hours if you want me to, but I don't know if I can sit through a concert. And I don't know why, but just I don't know if I could. Yep. Because that's just me. And but, we've uh, covered that. We've covered that before. Just because a person likes a band doesn't doesn't mean they may not like them in concert or may want right. to attend their concert. But you still can respect uh, yeah. the music and respect the studio album and the talent. I love pepperoni pizza, but not gonna eat it every night either. You know. Yes. So, same thing. Um, but yeah, his boy and his grandson have done some great music. Um, it's a shooter. James done good music too. So give them a listen. It's kind of a, a side homework story there for you. Oh yeah, yeah Junior. He's good listening. He's now I've used this analogy before too. He's good for uh, sitting around the fire having some uh, barley barley pop and stuff like that. To just sitting around and enjoy with the boys. Yeah, a lot of a lot of history in you know from from Nashville and that whole scene and and just from getting back there from uh, a couple weeks I, re I returned from a trip there. I'm looking forward to doing this album because of the the Nashville connection and how much country music is out there. And not that it's only that anymore, uh, regardless of the yeah. music. Andy, you'd love it out there. And, and a lot of our rock friends who love rock music and heavy metal and music in general would love it because it's so music oriented, regardless of what it is you like. There's just music. Hank is known as a good uh, influence for a lot of current country artists and some rock artists. In fact, uh, Kid, Wrong, Kid Rock has a song out called, well, from a while ago, he did a song called Jesus and Bocephus. Meaning those were two important people in his life. The, and your your good the, side and your bad side, you know, type of thing. Yeah, it's the and, and Kid Rock's got a location right on Main Street there yep. in Nashville, a, a rock bar that plays only rock bands and rock acts and metal yep. acts. So if you're not into the country scene there, you can always go in there. But I enjoyed myself at the various bars and clubs that we went to, and it was all sorts of music. We went to a blues place one yep. uh, time a country music place one time and just they're all fun it's just a blast to go in there and um i was looking forward to doing this album review yep but i do have some other stuff dan now i'm ready Great. for it all that's my, that's all i've got in hank you know it's a uh, it's good stuff good listen here we go first of all i saw this ad on there and i thought we all might all need our uh okay this stereo cassette adapter for your eight tracks you look at this and then put in your eight track player Oh my God! How long did that last? I don't know, but I, I know you got the eight-track player because all the other types of adapters uh, we've all yeah. seen, but this one is a real rare bird here. And you know what? I think I remember seeing this around our house as a kid for my brother, but <laughs> yeah. So there you we have go. To show this to your brother. Have you forwarded this meme, this image to him? Um, no, but I'm sure he'll see it when he watches the show because I'm sure he watches all of them. Yes, he doesn't miss. Okay, look at this. That's awesome. And then, of course, as Baby Yoda says, someone adjust. You got to keep your volume at an even number. Never you odd. Put, you don't put it at seven or nine or no. You got to keep it even numbers. <laughs> Love Speaking it. Speaking of even numbers, we have new releases to talk about. The one that I'm very personally excited about. We'll get to here in a little bit. Non Grata has their first EP out coming out called Covers Volume One. Oh, really? Okay, okay. And here's the songs you do covers of. Lunatic Fringe, 
Play the game tonight. I run so far away. Cruel summer. Need you tonight. Headed for a heartbreak. Now you're looking this at all those fogs is... going, wait a minute. Here we go. Lunatic Fringe by Red Rider. Okay. Play the game tonight by Kansas. I run so far away by Flock of Seagulls. Excellent. Cruel Summer by Bananarama. I need you tonight by In Excess and headed for a heartbreak by Winger. Winger. So this is a six-song EP of tribute. Yep. It's a cover songs. Yep. Done by the boys from uh from, from Des Moines. Oh wait. Connie just sent me a text here. Text. Here we go. They they will non grata will be on next week on our show. Next week, okay. Yeah. We will get them on for a show a week from today. Yes. Um, and uh, it was a year ago yesterday, or a year ago tomorrow, we had them on the first time. Yeah, so, these are good guys. Try to do not miss that show. That should yeah, be very yeah. good to have them on. July 15th, so we'll talk to them about that. Talk to them about EP. Um, see if we've got to refer to talent as doctor now. It's a big degree and everything else. You know. Well, we can talk to the doctor about the song Lunatic Fringe because one of my favorite songs growing up was that. Yep. And a if you look at their post I, put on, uh, I shared their post on our Facebook page, and that's okay. the first song they have playing as they're promoting the album, so you could hear their version of it there. So, Good stuff, pretty man. Good, pretty good mix of songs here. Yeah. I and, okay, I had the mullet in the 80s when all these songs came out. Yes. I kind of yeah. liked I Run So Far Away by the Flock of Seagulls. I think everybody kind of liked that song. Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah, you know, it was one of those guilty pleasure songs. Like, oh man, Flock Seagulls, they suck, man. But then when no one else is home, you played it. Yes. You know, and it, <laughs> I think In Excess kind of fell in that group too a little bit. You know, but they're covering like, a yeah, wide okay. range. This is going to show their, you know what, Andy? This is going to showcase their musical abilities as well, yep. jumping around like this yep. here. Yeah. Kansas. We'll see how it goes. I'm very excited to talk to him and. June 30th, the EP comes out, so you can hear it all then. Is that when it drops? That's when it comes. And, you know, I want to talk to them about it too. Yeah, they've put songs on Spotify and YouTube and everything else, but this is their first EP or their next EP. So they've actually collected some stuff, and they're doing covers. Oh, sure, they could throw their new ones on there, but they kept it just covers. I kind of like that. Okay. Like some that. new bands, they have, like, three cover songs and four original songs. I like no. that. You know, Tesla did Reel to Reel, which was yep. made up entirely of yep. Yep. All right. Well, I'll start getting my homework ready for questions yeah. for Mr. Uh, Talon in the group there. Yeah. So got review last year's episode and see what happened and follow up. Some concerts we got coming up. Dustin Bones and Theater of Pain, Guns N' Roses and Motley Crue tribute bands. August 4th, 8 p.m., Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. And if you can't see that little part in the lower corner there, Dan, it's a free show. Oh, really? Now, this could draw some good crowds. Uh, yep, you have to so. get your can down to Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. It's about a two-hour drive from here. These these two these two bands. Now, we've had the uh, lead singer on from Dustin Bones. And, and from also, Theater of Pain. And, and from Theater of Pain, which is the Motley Crue. These guys are both a very talented, uh, both both bands, very talented. Yep. Very talented. You know, so free. Uh, it's a free show. Okay, but so you spend the time and the money to go two hours away for a free show. You're still dropping 300 bucks that weekend. You're yeah. just not paying for the ticket. So go down there, have a good time. Yeah, you're behind the Cheddar Curtain over in Wisconsin, but hey, what the hell. Now, is this outdoors? I don't know, but it's just going to say that Turtle Lake, 
I don't know if the weather permitting yet. August 4th, it could be. It could be. It's the same throw. Because I think they, they have indoor. Free show and, very well could be. And outdoor venues, they have them both, I believe. But boy, yep. uh, in the upcoming episodes here, we'll cover this again because yeah, it gets close outdoor is going on. Awesome. Awesome show. It, and the guys love playing outdoors, of course. It's a free show. I wonder if they'll let us give away tickets to that. There we go. Now we could we'll promote and give away tickets to the ninth yeah. caller or something. Yeah, we'll see what we can do on that. Yeah. I like it. I like where your head is at. That's good. Or Tani, uh, my girl, uh, Richie Sambora's wife, but you know, fair enough. He's kind of a jerk. Um, she's going to be at Hinkley Grand Casino at the Rival House September 8th, Friday. You want to see a great, great guitarist, boys and girls. There you go. She's also going to be at Cadot, Wisconsin, July 13th at Rockfest. But uh, if you want to wait till September when she's back here in Minnesota, because you're giving your money to Wisconsin already when you go to the Theater of Pain and Dust of Bones concert, don't go to too many Wisconsin. Let's keep some here at home. Yes. So keep but her there in your mind. Could I, Wisconsin, you know, Rockfest, that'd be a great uh, location to see her as well. Yes. Tool in concert, October 31st at the X. If you're in the tool, there you go. Okay. Def Legend's going to be in Wisconsin. Kind of giving Wisconsin a lot of love here today. Our friends Def Legend from the tech, from the Dallas, Texas area, Friday, June 30th at 7 up north in Hayward. Boy, that would be a great show. That's coming up in a, three weeks. Yeah, end of the month there. There you go. There you go. Mike Hamill and the boys. Yes, and, and that's all I got, sir. That's I don't have too too much, but that's all I got. Just very excited about uh having our friends Don Grata back on the show. Um, follow up with them. So that's kind of your homework. Go back to the June 9th of last year episode, watch our interview with them. If you have questions, send them to us here at the show. We'll ask. Um yeah, for Forward your questions and comments and stuff because we'll uh, be able to relay it back to the band yep. there at, on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you know, we don't prep, so they won't have any idea what these questions are. We'll be firing it at them left and right. And these guys are authentic. I mean, they're original music. This this EP, yep. e EP happens to be tribute Covered. covers. But um, they do original songs, too. They do original. One of the, a, a fresh new music, if you're looking to listen to something like that. Uh, that's what these guys have been doing. They've got a few albums out already, I believe. Yeah, and you can see that on their YouTube channel also, their original stuff. So follow them, Non Grata. On and they've got, um, they've got, they they had a really good music video out that was out last year as well. Yep. They released that single. Yep. Um, we'll put a link to their uh, YouTube channel. In these guys in the do their homework. They are the real deal. Um, follow these cats, and we'll have the doctor on here next Thursday. Yeah, yeah. doctor, professor. You know, whatever we got to call him now. We'll call him whatever he wants. Well, after first, we got to remember what his degree yeah. is in because I always forget. Yeah, yeah I can. And, well, also, we got to, you know, and make sure he doesn't play the old switch room. Maybe Caitlin Clark's going to sit there and not him, and we won't know the difference. Yes, this is the Caitlin Clark lookalike. This is they might Iowa, play the old switch room on us. So. Iowa Hawkeyes uh, girls basketball player here. It's going to be the drummer from Non Grata. Non Grata. Now, you got to wear your t shirt, Andy. I will next week. Yes, I don't I have one. Maybe uh, I'll have to go online and get one, and maybe it'll be arriving yeah. here before the show. But Thursday night, that should be a good show next week. Yes, that's all I got, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. Uh, look forward to the show. Have a good week, everyone.
Talk to you later. All right. See ya.